And now, from high atop the Camelback Towers in Scottsdale, from the Star Worldwide Network Studios, a man whose life revolves around his family, sports, grilling, and bad jokes, your host of the Dad Podcast, talking all things dad, here's Chris Brewer. All right, another Thursday, another Dad Podcast. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Uh, Sean, Chris, welcome. Robin. Hey, thanks, buddy. Uh, no, Jason. Uh, he he had to pull another shift at CVS uh, this week, so he's not able able to join us. I think we all know that the firefighter thing that 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 is made up. So, like a magic mic thing. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know what he's doing. Uh, I had an interesting night last night. So I've got a true story. I've got uh, a coworker that it's been his goal to ride a bull, you know, like eight seconds, right? Riding a real, a real bull. He's, he's attempted it twice and has lasted somewhere between two and three seconds each, each time. Are we uh, talking same about with riding the same with else? riding the bull. Uh, okay. He's lasted two to three seconds, uh, and then usually we know well in advance, and we plan something for for work around this, and and go and, and support him. And then it was like a week ago, uh, it was announced. Uh, hey guys, I I was able to get a um, get a ride, I guess they call it. So last night. Coworker Scott was attempting to ride the bull again, and uh, myself and, and a few other uh, coworkers went went to uh, went to support him and cheer him on. And he lasted again about about two seconds, and then just got tossed hard to the ground. And it was like, whoa, that looked bad. And saw him after after um, they got him out of there, and he didn't he didn't look he looked a little startled, different than the previous two two rides, and his family was around him. He's like, Chris, I I'm pretty sure I broke my collarbone. I'm like, oh man, I'm sorry that that has got to hurt, and just let his family, um, you know, take care of him and. Uh, then we we went on we went on our way, and then this morning, uh, get a text from him. Let me read it. Let me bring it up. Uh, I hope I got everyone that came. So anyway, the wreck was pretty bad. I broke my collarbone, four ribs, and have a punctured lung. But it looks like I can be back at work sometime next week. I'm in ICU because I have a, a tube in my chest. I'm now oh, wow. I'm now retired from bull riding, so that was that was interesting. Uh, That's not an easy thing to do. Oh, and, and I was last waiting to see if you were joking. I'm not. I was not joking. And last night was different because the other two times, this is a place in Cave Creek, Arizona, called the Buffalo Chip, and the other two times it's just been like a bunch of Scots, a bunch of amateurs who've paid to have the opportunity to ride the bull. But last night, it was like Scott, I think there may have been one other guy, 
who who was in the same boat, and then everybody else were like professional bull riders. Like we were seeing them last for you know the eight seconds, and then they then they got out of there. It was it was nuts. What the other thing that was crazy. So I told you I I saw Scott after the race, and he or not the race after the ride. And I'm, I'm going over to him and making, like I said, making sure he's okay. His family's there. And then there's another guy that walks up and he just, he just starts talking and he's like, hurt in a wreck, need a check? Call 977. And, and I'm like, <laughs> what? A little ambulance chaser? Kevin Rowe of Lerner and Rowe happened to be there and immediately went up to him. And was offering his services. And then I'm, I'm talking. I, I only know them of Lerner and Rowe. I learned his name was Kevin. Uh, tried to get him on the show. He could not come on for legal reasons. Uh, but Kevin Rowe was dressed in full cowboy outfit at the Buffalo Chip last night and, and tried to help uh, my friend Scott. So. Well, you can't sue them. I mean, you, don't you sign a disclaimer? When I didn't. I, I didn't I, want to get into it. Yeah, I wrote an actual bull, and I had to just sign a disclaimer. So, all lawyers will do whatever they want to do. That's true. They'll still chase. I left it as whatever. Learner's the better attorney, anyway. And then I and I walked out. Right. Yeah. You learned that he was. That was horrible. That's right. <laughs> anyway, okay, quick quick story. I thought you'd appreciate. So, got I think you guys know this, li- listeners. Uh, obviously, you don't know this. Wait a minute, you just went from you went from I listener was, I, to listeners. Listeners, I know. You used to say listener. Congratulations, you got Holy more than smoke. one now. Uh, uh, learner, learner is listening. I know that. <laughs> so he he got his own own plural there. But I I've started. I've done this for eight years now. I coach a middle school uh, tennis team, and we had uh, practice this week. And so I'll, I'll tell one, one quick story. Uh, so I'm going through the courts. There's got practice matches going on. And uh, guys, you'll appreciate this. So I go up to this girl, she's like 12, and I've known her for like a year and I've, I've, I've worked with her, and we've always had, had good conversations, and nothing, nothing abnormal. And I go up to her, I'm like, let's go. And she's like, where? And I'm like, no, let's go. And she's like, yeah, where? <laughs> she did not know what the term let's go meant. Interesting. And I was like, somebody help me out here. <laughs> How do we not know what let's she was I felt so bad for her but she was genuinely okay where anyway I thought you'd uh, I thought you'd appreciate that and then it was our first match yesterday so at the same practice uh, I'm, I've brought the whole team in and parents can kind of sit up top and they're, and they're listening to me uh, getting them ready at, at the end of practice for our first match, which is the next day. And I'm, and I'm going over all of the um, stuff that'll happen. And, and then one of the players asks, 
Coach, who are, who are we playing tomorrow? And, and I named the name of the team. And they're like, okay. And I said, just keep in mind, guys, this is the number two ranked middle school tennis team in, in the country. And there, I can hear the parents chuckling, but the kids are looking at me like, Ser- seriously? I'm like, no, there's, there's no national rankings for middle school tennis teams, guys. And then one kid clearly is not paying attention. And then with very scared eyes, he's like, they're number two. Well, what, what are we ranked, coach? And I'm like, no, Weston, there, there are no rankings for middle school tennis. I was just, I was just joking. So it was fun. We, uh, we did not have a good match yesterday, but, but good kids, fun stuff. Um, anyway, we, we, we kind of had to rush through some stuff at the end of the show last week. And I was like, you know, we could have, we could easily make Vegas, uh, Reno slash Reno, like a two parter. And I'm like, let's just, let's just continue. Let's just continue the conversation. Cause I'm going back in a, in a few weeks. Uh, it wasn't originally planned, but I'm going back in a few weeks, and I so I'm still kind of in in Vegas, Vegas mode. So I was. Yeah, like, I want to talk about that, Chris. How are you getting away with the two of you doing that without your daughter? Uh, I got called out by someone else on that too. Yeah, I, I, I that wouldn't happen if, uh, if it was me. That would not happen if it. W- what would you do? Uh, my my wife and my daughter would be going. Gotcha. Guaranteed. <laughs> uh, is she too old to talk about? I mean, you seen the commercial where the guy is like telling his son when he's reading him the book about they they do nothing but serve broccoli this broccoli that in Vegas. And that kid. is a great commercial. I love that commercial. Is I you, don't think I've ever seen this commercial. Oh, it's so funny. He sits there and he's reading a book and he says broccoli milkshakes, broccoli. I mean, oh, oh yes, yes, that yeah. is a good commercial. And, and the kid's like, yes. Dad, I don't want to go to Vegas with right. you and mom." Uh, but Chris, no, and, I, Chris good, and I have seventeen-year-old daughters. Yeah, oh, that's a good that, point. That doesn't uh, work then. Uh, this was originally planned a while ago as a trip for the two of us um, to go. Like Alex wanted me to go to this concert with her, so that that was the ori- that was always the original plan. Then we all know what happened with like the Taylor Swift concert tickets, and it turned right. into a whole debacle. And then Alex was put like in this raffle. I think of people who kind of got um, screwed out of tickets or something like that. I don't know the whole story. I probably do know the whole story. I've I have probably forgotten the details of the story. <laughs> uh, and then she got this email out of the blue: "Congratulations, you've won two two tickets." So now we're now we're going. But I did have someone else ask me that, like, why isn't your daughter going? And uh, and then someone said, guys don't go to Taylor Swift concerts. And I'm like, they well, really don't have an answer is what it comes down to. I'm giving my answer, but I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I like I'm surprised. I'm surprised with Sean's version of what would go down in his household. I figured I figured your your wife would not go. And you would take your daughter on one condition that you could drive her car there <laughs> and listen to the Taylor Swift anthology the entire way. That might happen as well. I'm not that could lie happen. I'm surprised you're I, calling but, but, me but, but, out. But Chris may be the uh, 
only the the, the oldest. I'm I, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a gamble that that says that you're you're the oldest male in the uh, in the place. I don't Perhaps, th- I don't think I'm gonna be. And I'm that's su- a bold call. I'll say I'll say two things. One, I'm surprised by the pushback from Sean, given the fact he's seen Sheena Easton 25 times by himself. So that's nice. I invited you twice. What, what, twice, yes. And both times I said no, and you well, still that's, that's, and you that's, that's still not, that's went. Two, and this is this is a true story. Uh, Dan Patrick, who I know I've mentioned on the show a few times, he saw Britney Spears in concert by himself. So if Dan Patrick can go see Britney Spears by himself, I think it's okay for a husband to go with his wife to go see Taylor Swift. Is it is it an excuse to go to Vegas, or are you? Which is it? Uh, th- th- there's some truth. No, there's probably some truth to that. That it that it's it's a it's a it's it's an opportunity to go to go to Vegas, but. Shoot, guys, this is not just Vegas, but this concert is in the stadium where the Raiders play, so it's an opportunity to, to see that. And Taylor Swift is like his biggest thing in the world right now. No? Isn't she like one of the biggest stars? So the opportunity to do all that. Um, Especially uh, to 17-year-old girls, that's all I'm saying. Anyway, I'm going back to Vegas in a few weeks. Sean is Googling where is Sheena Easton playing next while, know, while we're talking. Next, next weekend. Here's, here's the cool thing, though, that I, that I realized, guys, and I just realized it uh, a few days ago. I've never experienced this. I've been to Vegas, obviously, a, a ton of times. So have you guys. I've never been to Las Vegas during March Madness. I'm going to be there. Uh, during the mm. Sweet 16. That'll be fun. So that's going to be awesome. That is That will be great, man. Yeah. I mean, that, that's a totally uh, different experience. And I've heard Vegas for March Madness is incredible, where, you know, the hotels set up areas for, you know, viewing. And I think you've got to pay, pay for that stuff. But that, that, that's going to be pretty cool. Oh, that'll be fun, man! I'm yeah. excited. For no, it. I'm look. I'm looking forward. I want to. I want to give a shout out to my, uh, my my kids' high school. They go to a very small high school. You could probably fit my uh, daughter's senior class into uh, a few classrooms. Um, but they happen to have an excellent basketball team, and they they won their division of C the regional division of CIF um, uh, this last week. And it was just an excellent game, and it was—it's so entertaining to watch these kids play. Kind, kind of like watching—I think watching college basketball in March Madness is so much more entertaining than the NBA. And uh, this is this is this was kind of like that. It was so neat to watch. That's but awesome. California high school sports—it's funny. Like even participating in, like like Chris and I did. I was always—you know—you hear about the CIF champs and this and that and. There's just so I think in in the state of California there's ten different divisions, and then within those divisions those they're divided up into about ten different sections. So uh, 
neither of my kids play basketball, but they go to a small high school and they won their section of uh, CIF, uh, which is like the California. What does it stand for again, Chris? California Interscholastic Federation. Federation, <laughs> perhaps. Um, but very small high school and very new to watch them all win. Um, they're, uh, they're, they're, so this was their regionals, and they, they are going to play in Sacramento for their final game, I think. And, when was the championship game? This last week. What day? Gosh, you're testing me. Uh, Wednesday night. Okay, I'm just, I'm just, I'm asking that because you said you were there, but on Facebook you posted all of these pictures. How excited you were to be at the Leanne Rhymes concert, and that was Wednesday <laughs> night. So, were you, were you at the back? Okay, I, because yeah. you were okay. I think we got yeah. you there. Yeah. Uh, um, so they're going I, to I, Vegas. I, I, would, I, I wouldn't miss Leanne Rhymes for. I know no that. I know so, that. Yeah. Yeah, you're wearing a Lee Ra- Leanne Rhymes hoodie right now. Yeah, listener, you can't see it, but it is a beautiful turquoise Leanne Rhymes hoodie. Uh, so, are they going to Vegas? Is that why you're bringing this up? The no, team? no, you, you you brought up uh, you brought up March Madness, and, and it just reminded oh, me of okay. uh, just bat- basketball in general. And Got it. School sports, um, but yeah, they're 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 going to Sacramento. Okay. Sa- uh, Sacramento, the uh, Vegas of the West. So it's the, the same. The, the Vegas of California. Yes. Yeah. That, that's really why I was awesome. That, so. Uh, so I was start. I was thinking about this in regards to Vegas. Like, okay, why? Why is it like an enjoyable place for me to go now at like forty seven? Because it's different than it used to be. Like when we were growing up. It probably the same-ish for, for Reno, I guess. Like Before it was like cool because of Swingers, maybe even like Ocean's Eleven, and it just looked cool. And now I'm like, well, I don't – I've never liked clubs. Never never enjoyed going to like, like a club. I, uh, not like partying or anything like that. It's, it's a place to go, and, and we could – living in Phoenix, I could just drive there. It's a place to go where you can have no agenda. Like we're all busy dads and like my every day is so agenda driven. I've got to be here by this time and I got to be there by that time. And I got to pick this person up by this time. And if I don't make it uh, to this place by this time, all that stuff. And so now going to Las Vegas, you could, go a whole day with no agenda, get, get a good meal, sit at a table, and it's like, it's, it's like sitting on the couch, but, you're maybe, but winning, you're maybe winning some money and you're getting some free drinks. I'm like, I think at, at my age and with how busy my schedule is every day, that's why I really enjoy going to Las Vegas for a weekend to, to just decompress and just... Take a deep, take a deep breath. Does that make sense to you guys? That makes complete sense to me. Uh, but I, I think there is a hidden variable there of a driving force of why you like the Nuggets so much. Not just Fremont Street and the the easy tables and all, all that stuff, but it's the the convenient location of the Chick Fil A right next <laughs> to the elevator before you head up to the tower. I, I mean, so that that is that subliminally 
on your agenda is to hit the Chick-fil-A, but you just don't realize it. But if you look at your bank account statement, <laughs> you can account for how many times you stuck your neck in there uh, really quick and carried on. I re- I mean, just my take, my, my take on it. It's a perfect take because I remember walking through the Golden Nugget and seeing the sign that said Chick-fil-A coming soon. And I remember, I remember my eyes just lit up, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, that is awesome!" This may have been my favorite hotel before, but now it just went over the top. This is the best day ever. <laughs> One thing, I love well, it. There were a few places. Speaking of chicken, <laughs> there were a few places I wanted to make sure to mention that I didn't get in on the last uh, show. But there is a place in particular downtown that is kind of special to me. So I I went to Vegas by myself for a uh, conference for uh, for work, and at the time it was like in the middle of COVID, and ton of places were were closed, uh, and this place in particular. I, I I discovered it downtown uh, that they were highly rated. And I was like, uh, I'm going to try that. I'm I'm going to try that place. I hope I hope they're open because, uh, like I said, so many places were were closed down or masks only and all all, all of these things takeout only. And this place was trying to stay open and just stay stay open. And it, it's called Flippin' Good Cheeseburgers and Chicken. And when I went there the first time, like I said, heart of COVID, I was the, o- I was the only customer. And there was, a, there was a bartender slash waiter and then the staff in the back cooking. And it's just me. And they treated me like royalty. And I'll never forget it. Like... They were doing everything they could to to stay open. They've got this one customer, and it was like, we're not just going to half-ass this because it's just one guy here. They they took the other route, route of, no, let's make this the best experience possible for this guy. And if we well, you can... you finally got the treatment you deserved and expect. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to think of something funny. I couldn't. They, it, it was, the food was amazing. The service was amazing. Uh, they keep bringing stuff out like, hey, you should try, try this. Or uh, I, I noticed you asked for this. You should try this spice. And it was just, I, I, I never forgot it. And so I've made a point of, of bringing people back to that place. So we went there, guys, on, on that trip, if you recall. And oh, yeah. now... Uh, there's one of the highest rated uh, places to eat uh, in Vegas for that, you know, that type of food, Nashville hot chicken, burgers, fries. And uh, that, that place is that place is special to me. I wanted to make sure to uh, to mention to mention that place. Chris, the food you, was phenomenal. I loved it. It, it was amazing. Yeah, the Nashville, the Nashville hot chicken was what I got. And then I got a. I ordered some uh, the fried zucchini, and and everything that we had at our table was really good. Yes, including the environment and the scenery, like just where the setting was was cool too. And didn't we have an awesome waitress? We did. 
wasn't yep. yeah she, oh, yeah she was like going above and beyond like they just they just do things right and so if you, i've noticed they they are doing awesome and there's there were a number of places uh that have closed down since then and i just i i give them all the credit that they they just continued to to do everything they could uh the right way and it's it's now paid off for them and then and the, that, may, that that may have been one of those experiences, Burr. I'm not sure, but where your humor was so dry that the three of us were all telling you to apologize to the waitress for being a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I vaguely remember what you're talking about. Vague, we're going on your vague, memory, though. That that's a dangerous subject. <laughs> what, what what were you talking about? Um, I. I she was really cool, though, but she I was. do believe I made I made some dry jokes, and I don't think she got them. I, I think I remember that. Uh, another place that I failed in two episodes to mention that I wanted, wanted to make sure, uh, it's a place called Best Friend, and it's inside Park MGM, and it's, I'm, not, I'm not a celebrity chef, celebrity chef restaurant fan but i love this chef roy Choi, and wanted to make sure uh to mention this place so listener if you're if you're in vegas it's one of the best meals i ever had guys uh this last time in vegas was at best friend uh roy Choi's place uh we had this spicy shrimp we had this short rib uh this uh i can't re- some sort of spicy rice it was freaking incredible because usually there are things about vegas i i'm not a i'm not a fan of uh definitely not a fan of like seeing the drugs or you know all, all of the the homelessness in front of uh restaurants and and hotels and we can go we can go on and on all a bunch of the junk on on fremont street but one thing that i i'm not a big fan of in vegas is the celebrity chef restaurant i always find it overpriced uh under delivered and just it's just you go there just because the it's owned by a celebrity chef and and usually it's uh, it's underwhelming and if you do a little research you can find someplace better off the strip or or, you know those hidden gems but this this place freaking delivered it was awesome so best friend uh, inside Park Park MGM. Was nice. It, you mentioned a place, Chris, in Reno that you loved. Or there were there some other spots where you're yeah, like, yeah, you got to go there. There were, there were plenty of them. They're a totally different environment because there is uh, there is an area of Reno uh, that's more newly developed. Uh, it's uh, I call it Riverfront. I don't know what the hell it's referred to there. Um, but it's, it's right on the water and they have it built where a lot of the, the store fronts are facing the water, but there's not a street attached to the front of them. You park and then you walk, uh, you know, parallel with the water flow there. Um, then, you know, they have steps that go down into the water. It's channel steady flow water that goes through there, but they all have these really cool areas set up for patios out front. And, you know, there's a fence to separate them, but they all kind of bleed into each other socially. So you're talking to people that are, 
you know, at, at a Italian place right next to you that are eating out that happen to be there because they're doing a, uh, a wine tour and that's on the wine tour stop. So the, the place that I'm referring to, it's called the old bridge pub. And, um, we didn't know anything about it. We just went down there to check the area out. And, uh, it was, it was a really nice, like English, English looking pub. Everything was kind of dark, rich mahogany in there, you know, was reference. But, um, they had, they had great 60% food. of the time. It works every time, every time. <laughs> But it was it was a dog friendly place, so there were dogs in there. I remember we were hanging out at a picnic bench with some guys from I don't remember where. They had some French bulldogs, and everybody was just hanging out. In the the ratio was like three to one people to dogs. So, you know, you it was just a cool scene, and you had a great view, good drinks. They had great. I don't know how creations. many times I've hung out with a bunch of guys I don't know who have French bulldogs. Hey, and we're yes, just all, yes, you do, Chris. I, that's a first for me. My name's but, uh, Chris. Can I join this party? It was a good. It was a good group. Old Bridge Pub was awesome. Okay. They opened at like three o'clock. Nice. Uh, we weren't there for the night scene. We were there when the sun was up, just to kind of check everything out. But they had food options everywhere. You know, it's like you you want sushi. There's a local sushi joint, not a franchise. You know, mm -hmm. Reno specific, and it was all nice. So. That was something atypical. I, I wasn't ready for nice, I, clean lines on a restaurant with a good I, view. I know you haven't been there in a while. I, I'd be curious if there are celebrity chef restaurants in Reno. Yeah, I'm sure there are, man. <laughs> uh, there, there has to be. There's, there's plenty of casinos. Yeah, uh, they kind of go hand in hand, you know. Um, another place. In Vegas, that I'm, I'm not a fan of. We did, we did not go here, guys. Um, if if you want, like if you're curious and you want to get an STD, uh, go to the <laughs> go to the pool at the link. That was one of the grossest things I've ever seen. So I was staying at the link, and we we're like, let's go check out the pool. And I don't know how they did it. But somehow they got every ugly, slutty person who thought they were hot. All they managed to get them all into one spot and then put them into the swimming pool. That was one of the grossest things I've ever seen. <laughs> I I swam laps for like thirty minutes. I believe it. Yeah. No. It it was. I've never seen anything anything like it. It was like being at one of Sean's birthday parties. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Do they still have an active porn scene in Vegas? I maybe, don't know, maybe, but maybe I think it was in that pool. Maybe that's what was going on. It, it you was, never know. Yeah, that was You could probably just create one anywhere there. Uh, that was it was the grossest pool area thing I, I have I had ever seen. We just we walked in, whoa, and let's let's go find something else to do. I don't think I don't think we're going swimming. Sean, do you remember this? Do you remember when you and I drove to Vegas together? Yes. And like, like it was yesterday. And we had a really unique experience, and I've never forgotten it, despite my, my memory. 
Chris, we were in Sean's convertible driving to Vegas, and it started raining, and the top was down. And the then Chevrolet. we. It was awesome. It was just like a like a a gentle shower. It uh, was a gentle show. shower. Yes. It didn't get wet, but then it started to really rain hard, and we needed to pull over and put up the top really quick. <laughs> Shockingly, I've forgotten that portion of the story. <laughs> did we really have to pull over? I believe we did, yeah. There, there, there was an underpass that we finally got to uh, that's, pull over and put up the top. That's right. You hugged me, yeah. and you're like, I, I was getting scared. You were that, that, yeah, yeah. You were getting scared. That's that. That was it. No, I, 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 it was reversed. Do you remember something stupid on that trip? Yes. Um, you eating something? I forget what it I, was. I didn't eat it. So you put, you put something. You, you put a bee on your tongue. Oh, was that that? Was that no, that was, that was a that? different. That was a different thing. So, listener, Chris. <laughs> We were there for our roommate's friend's birthday party or something. Again, an excuse to go to Vegas because I, I didn't. Newport time frame. Yes, yes, we were living in okay. Newport Beach. We had a we had a third roommate who I was I I was more acquaint acquaintances with. Sean Sean was friends with her. Very very nice people, and her family lived down there and invited us out for. Uh, might have been the roommate's brother's birthday or something. So we're at the Rio. That's and, right. And we're big family dinner. And I don't know how we got on this, uh, but the family ordered ordered all the food, and they brought out like this huge bowl of baked potatoes, whole whole baked potatoes. And I don't know why, but one of my roommate's relatives she was she was very cool she was she was older than us by I, I don't so we were probably 25 around this time she was maybe like 35 40 and she bet me $5 to smash a whole baked potato against my forehead at the table <laughs> well here's the thing here, here's my logic at the time, being 25. I'm like, I'm in Vegas, and I have like $40 to my name. I could have five more dollars to gamble with. So I smashed the whole baked potato into my forehead, and she gave me $5. Yeah. That, that's <laughs> I, thought the, that, I thought you were going to lose five and be down. That's that's where I thought that was going. That was actually good, my, good fir- job. That was my first bet at a sports book. I put $20 of my four, now $45. I put $20 down on the Clippers to cover against, I believe, the Vancouver Grizzlies. And I won the bet, and I thought that I was like royalty because I won like, oh my gosh, I've gone from 40 to like 80. Now I can gamble. <laughs> so pathetic. Um. I did have one Vegas story that involved Chicago Fire, unless you guys have something. Sean, do you have any Vegas stories on your own that don't include my stupidity? You've mentioned going there during the pandemic a couple of times, and I drove through there during that time. 
when the strip was a ghost town and it was very very eerie that was weird that was, that, that, that was just weird I have um, I have pictures of this being on the strip, and I took pictures, and there's nobody in the picture, mm-hmm. or sitting yeah, or yeah. sitting like at a um, at a slot machine then, and taking a picture of I'm the only person in the uh, you know on on that row of slot machines. Mm-hmm. Go on, sorry. I, I had a couple of experiences. Uh, gosh, I, I mentioned Halloween one time. A, a, a bunch of friends of mine, right. including my wife, who was uh, just a friend of mine at the time also. Uh, we all went out there for Halloween, and we all decided to dress as superheroes and go clubbing or whatever we did. <laughs> um, I made a costume out of 100% duct tape and uh, had a big D on my chest. And every, everyone, I owned Vegas that night. It was really, really exciting. Wait a minute. Describe this costume. It can't, um, you, you just, what's underneath the duct tape? More duct tape. Just back to back. You were so just it, covered it, in duct tape. Yeah, but it was a, it was a great outfit. I'll send you pictures. I don't it's remember crazy. this Marvel superhero. Well, neither did I, but uh, us, everyone in Vegas knew exactly who I was. I was duct tape man. Because <laughs> I had I had the D on my chest and the goggles, and I had a a, a roll of uh, duct tape on my holster, and I was duct taping people to the chairs as they were gambling. <laughs> you couldn't do that these days. Yeah, that's but, a lawsuit uh, waiting to happen. What was the name yeah, of this was, gay club it, you were at? Jeez, oh, <laughs> I would I would have fit in very well at any gay club. It was the Blue Oyster. <laughs> <laughs> Especially the blue oyster. My lord, how did don't you, get me started on the blue oyster? When Chris. did you come up with this idea? Probably about twenty four hours before uh, before that happened, but it, it's it's it, it's been resurrected multiple times now. I would That's just fantastic. like to, I would just like to point out that the beginning of the show was you giving me a hard time for going to see Taylor Swift with my wife, yet it comes out that you walked the streets of Vegas. As duct tape man, and somehow I'm the idiot. Proudly, proudly. got it. Hey, it's an original idea. It's a very yeah. original. Gotta idea. Gotta give him credit for that. Plus, listener, you-, you should know that Sean actually. This isn't a joke. I remember you created a wallet out of duct tape. Yeah, you I did. Doing a it was. A, I did a lot of that too. So it was it, a it, functioning it was, wallet. It was. It was. It was decades in the making, is what it comes down to. And what was your, what was your wife dressed as? A superhero. Everyone else was a normal superhero. I, I was the only one that kind of went out on a limb. <laughs> so basically, you don't remember. I think that's basically. what. Yeah. Okay. Got it. You were like the Adult Swim superhero, right? Like that line. Exactly. There you go. How long did it take you to put the duct tape on? Well, it was. It was. Uh, it, it took me a while to make the duct tape, but it, I mean, I still have it. It's just. It's just a shirt and a pants that I that I can now slip on. I'm see. I'm envisioning that someone was wrapping duct tape all around your body. No. No. Got it. Because Robin's shaking her head. No. No, that too. would hurt. That, well, that's that, what well, I, that would, that would hurt. hurt that, yeah. That's what I wanted, though. Like deep down, I wanted that to be the scenario. <laughs> I, I know you did. I know you did. That, that would have. <laughs> That would have been much more blue oyster. <laughs> I believe this trumps the baked potato story. <laughs> it, it, it was it was it was a fun night. 
Um, and so this was this was during Halloween. So what happens? What what is unique about Vegas at, at Halloween? I've never been there during that time. Well, I think back in the day of the uh, clubbing was a lot of fun um, on Halloween, just because of the. I hate clubs. Everyone dressing up. Did I do too now, but uh, we're old now, and uh, we're talking about a minute ago. I've only been to one club in Vegas. It wasn't it wasn't by choice, but I was there for our good buddy Amit's bachelor party, and his brother put it together, and we went to the club Tao Tao T A O mm. Tao. Okay, and it was like, oh, guys, we're gonna have bottle service and everything. Yeah, I just wanted a damn beer, and I <laughs> couldn't couldn't get that no they put like you know i didn't even know what bottle service was but i'm like okay that that must be awesome they just put bottles of now i guess i would like it because i i i like uh cocktails but at the time i just drank <laughs> beer and you couldn't get one and they were putting like bottles of vodka on the table and then you got to like mix your own drink and then there were and it was like I, I just want to just want to go to a sports bar or something. I'm just, there you just go. yeah. It just was not my thing. Chris, have you ever been in, into clubs? No, no. I mean, I, I was. I, God, I don't even. I don't even. I was 16 or 17. Applebee's does not count as a club. No, no, no. We're talking Napa, California. Uh, night scene. There was this one dance club that changed names a couple times. I was never really comfortable there, but I went because, uh, you know, girls were there. So that was fun, just that whole thing. But I only went because it was the cool thing to do. Uh, you know, we, we weren't getting drinks or anything. But as an adult, clubbing was not my thing. I'd rather go to a, just a bar. <laughs> is, that, is that the time you wrapped yourself in blue painter's tape? No, no, no. That was no, a different was, time? Uh, no, that was for the Lions Club uh, pancake breakfast. Yes, yeah, I remember yeah. that. You went as uh, Blue Tape Man. <laughs> that was fascinating. Uh, yes. Okay, so I did have this this experience in in Vegas, and I shouldn't even be telling you this. It's embarrassing, but I but I'm going to tell you it. You definitely shouldn't tell me this. I man. well, <laughs> an embarrassing Chris Brewer story. <laughs> I thought I'd bring <laughs> I thought I'd bring it up because it. For some reason, I keep bringing up Chicago Fire, and, and these two are totally blended. And so I've been to London, and I've been on the Ferris wheel in London. And I can't, even, I can't remember what it's called, but it's identical to the one that they have in Las Vegas. And when I went on the Ferris wheel in London... I absolutely loved it, and I'm getting up, I'm walking around, and you can just see, you can see all I don't know, miles uh, above, the, above the city of London, and I thought it was an awesome experience. So then they, they build it in Las Vegas, and so a few trips back, uh, Alex and I are like, let's, let's go on uh, when we go there, let's let's go on the Ferris wheel. 
Well, the, I believe it was the night before we left for Las Vegas. I'm watching an episode of Chicago Fire. <laughs> and it's like this high-rise fire. And the only way for this lady to get down was by the ladder. And I, I'm, I am afraid of heights. And I'm look. I remember my wife and I talk, Alex and I talking about it. I'm like, I don't know if I could have gone down that ladder. They are so high up. I, I probably would have a heart attack trying to go down that ladder. Well, we're in line to get onto the Ferris wheel now the next day or two a couple days later to get on the Ferris wheel in Las Vegas. And guys, if you look at it closely, you will see on the Ferris wheel that they have built in a ladder on the Ferris wheel. So like the Ferris wheel is white and you can see that they've built in like steps. And I'm looking at this, I'm like, that's the exit plan. If something happens to this Ferris wheel and they can't get the people down, that's what they're going to ask us to do is go down this built-in ladder. I'm like, there's no freaking way. So now I can't get this thought out of my head when we go on the Ferris wheel. <laughs> and I've, I've like frozen myself because I'm thinking, if this thing stops, I got to walk down that freaking ladder. I will Alex die. Is raising the family solo. She's walking point. around. Other people are walking around. I'm just sitting there. I'm like, there's no way I'm going down that ladder. I totally got into my own head there. So I am determined the next time, probably this next time, I'm getting back, getting back on the horse. I'm getting back on that Ferris wheel and being a man and not a uh, uh, five-year-old boy. So I had to, I thought you'd appreciate that little Chicago fire and, and Vegas. Anyway, uh, there's something we need. Do you guys have it? Do you have any more Reno stories, Chris? Because your Reno story from the last episode, uh, was the star of the show. The one with the, I believe it was the overweight cop and he went over the the handlebars. Yes. Yeah, that was amazing. Actually. I had so I many people bringing that. that story up to me. <laughs> I don't. I don't Do have, you have any more Reno that, gems. Uh, a, a gem was actually a successful one. Um, we were we were gambling, and my buddy and I were in the same area. He was playing on a penny slot. He had no idea what the hell he was doing. Maybe it was a maybe it was a nickel slot. I don't know. Um, but it was one of those where the screen is huge. There's wheels spinning. They're lining up diagonals and every type of symmetrical combination you can. And you don't realize when you won or not. Well, he was doing that just kind of messing around and he won a thousand dollars on this nothing machine. Um, and I'm sitting there, you know, in the area on the wheel of fortune thing. And I'm going, Oh, comes over. Somebody comes over from, from the place and talks to him and, you know, he won a thousand dollars. So he's excited. And less than five minutes later, I won a thousand on the wheel of fortune thing. Um, wow. wow. 
so we we took a picture i went and cashed mine immediately so i had 10 hundies you know just look like a baller you know at that <laughs> age i <laughs> i i had to have the i was like i don't want this piece of paper give me the cash i want the cash um so i got mine and he kept his slip because he went and gambled with other slips that he had he was accumulating like he was one of the guys of the group that has uh the players club cards that you can put in and you know track for whatever rewards or discounts or free omelets or whatever the hell you get um but you know he he'd go to reno on the drop of a dime if it was available how old were uh, you i think ben was maybe two I, I mean maybe even one i don't know it was it was a stretch for me to go because i was contacting my wife constantly on that trip uh, just checking in, you know, the new dad, only child that don't know what the hell is going on, that, that kind of stuff. Well, I think that was when she was on probation, so she had to, she had to be checking in with you. Was that the ankle bracelet or yeah. no ankle bracelet? I was, was an- okay. ankle bracelet. So was the thousand dollars worth Betsy's wrath? Are <laughs> you going to Vegas? <laughs> it was because we, we we didn't look at it as like, oh, I made a bunch of money. We looked at it as we have two thousand dollars to spend on the four of us, um, <laughs> and and you know we we lived a little more lavishly for that night and the following morning. Uh, so it, you know we it's rare to hit something like that and then have the person you're hanging out with hit one in the same That's area. That's incredible. Yeah, and you know we just we live like kings for a small fraction sure. of the time because I I look at I look at wins if if you do gamble and win look at it is extra leisure recreation money you know just kind of keep it there enjoy things a little more don't stress about the financial stuff if you are in the first place you shouldn't um but it was just a little extra bonus so yeah we enjoyed that it's not it's not vegas but it's gambling uh in college we had a dog track near us and for just something to do, like on a Friday night, we would go to the dog track and, and bet, you know, 10, 10, 20. None, none of us had any money. We all decided to go to the dog track this, this one night. And uh, this girl that I was uh, very good friends with, she and I decided that night that we would bet all the same races, but we were not allowed to make identical bets. So we ended up, it look, we are about to make an identical bet on this one race. And I, I decided to be the good guy and I, I, I changed my bet. It was like a parlay or something. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember the terminology, <laughs> but I changed one dog, like to, instead of finishing second to finish third, the thing hits, she wins like $800. I would have won $800. I end up winning like $65. And oh. I, was so, I was so pissed. Way to be a good guy. I know. <laughs> um, hey, Chris, this, this last weekend, little, little, little side comment here. I was, uh, I was in Fort Collins, Colorado and with my wife and my daughter. and my, they, they both say, what's that smell? And I, I immediately thought of you. Mm. That's, that, that's Greeley. That's the, Greeley. The, 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 the winds are strong. You must have been there on a Tuesday. <laughs> um, 
Listener, I, I hate to do this, uh, but I received a photograph just now. Uh, Sean, this is this is going to be your last episode on the show. <laughs> I have received the picture of Duct Tape Man. <laughs> there is no way in God's name we are remaining friends. Put it up on the not, Facebook page. Not after so uh, this is it. definitely and uh jealousy, jealousy is an ugly thing chris jealousy is an ugly thing don't, uh, don't i'm starting to think my club comment might might be true looking <laughs> at this thing i am deeply disturbed <laughs> this took a lot of guts to to wear in vegas sean and i'm definitely putting it on the facebook page i'm showing it to robin robin has to see well, this I, I bet robin will respect it uh, I think she is respecting it. Dude, actually. you could be like in the village. What, what do they call that band from years ago? Village, village people. people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could actually be in that. There you go, could've Sean. Been. You could have been part of the village people. Could have been. Yeah. Could have been. Your Did, parents would have been proud. A few decades too late, though. Yeah. Uh, before we get out of here, guys, Chris, you still there? Maybe I don't. Sean, no, I'm here. Okay, I'm Sean, here. And, Sean, and Chris. We've we've got to fill out brackets next week. Can't wait, man! I thought about that, it. When does that start? When when, is, when do we need to get that done by? Well, here is what are they it, available to do? I had two thoughts here. It, 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 one, we we I, I could put together a group on ESPN bracket challenge, and it could just be our group. Okay. The other option. Uh, and it could just be myself, you, Sean, you, Chris, and Jason, and Robin can be can fill out a bracket if she wants. Or do we open this up that listeners can be part of the bracket challenge? Last option, because that's what I wasn't going to suggest, but you're already on it. Okay. I go with that for sure. I, I, you I'd never love know. the listeners to be part of it. Yeah. The listeners as well as, uh, you know, if uh, if... if the uh if your wives if your kids right. want to fill one out you know let's just let's roll let's make it big and so listener i'm gonna i will put this on the dad podcast facebook page on where you can sign up for our espn bracket challenge it'll be it'll be under the dad podcast are we doing this for pride or prize why can't you do both well, I mean, do we do we want to charge like ten dollars and winner take all, or second place wins something, third place wins something, or do we just play? I I, I say involve money. But I do hey, too. That, that's my take. Okay, man. that's perfect. Pride that's, is that, more important. Pride is more important. Pride is more but, important. But we've we've spent two weeks talking about Vegas and Reno and gambling, so we might as yeah. well end it with a little uh, March Madness <laughs> bracket challenge. Ten dollar pot, ten dollar pot. Uh, All right, and I think that'll work. I, I think can't that'll wait totally. To see Jason's bracket. Uh, Jason will. Jason will base all of his picks on uniform colors and mascots. <laughs> mascots. I like falcons. I'll I'll pick them. <laughs> He's gonna kill me for that. Anyway, no, he won't. No, he won't. Do we do we you guys have any last second Vegas Reno places things that you that you needed to get out? I wanted to thank you 
for your trip upcoming because Chris is going to be a rum mule for me. Uh, that's a big deal. So he's oh, picking that, up yes. some stuff that can only be bought there. There is no generic alternative. There is no other version of it. So I kudos. I'm actually putting it on record. I'm thanking you for something. I appreciate that. Thanks, Likewise. man. Likewise. All right, guys. Uh, again, listener, check out the Dad Podcast Facebook page. We'll have the information for our, our uh, bracket challenge. And we will we'll be on next week during the very beginning of the tournament. That's going to be fun. That's going to be a lot of fun. Guys, have a great week. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Dad Podcast with Chris Brewer. Join us next time as we continue our conversations about everything dad. Right here at StarWorldWideNetworks.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.